<laughs> so hey everybody, welcome to the Enemy Slam podcast. This is episode number six zero, number sixty. Holy uh, shit, are you serious? Yeah, we did it. Number sixty, baby. Woohoo! We're almost like five episodes of retirement. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think we said we'd stop at episode sixty-nine, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh, yes. Uh, I am your usual host, Mr. Jared, and I have with me Mr. Michael Mahoney. How's it going? I have Sir Lucio Lorenzino. Hello. We have Chip Muncher J. <laughs> Ever the professional. What's funny is I think probably the recording of him eating chips is the best sound quality we've ever gotten from Jay. <laughs> no, it's gotten a lot better, actually. Yeah, it's, it, oh, it, got, it, it got a lot better when we reduced it to completely like different technology. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to switch to an iPhone. Yeah, which is the ideal <laughs> recording device. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Mr. Doug Wilson is not with us. He has the evening off. He is on a lovely dinner date with his wife. and uh, or, or I assume his wife. Maybe, maybe another woman. I don't really know. Maybe he got his Christmas wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's very Merry Christmas. So, anyway, uh, let's let's kick shit right off, and let's start with uh, being late to a little bit of news, because um, this actually happened back in December. But Jay mentioned it the other day, and it was it was just so good that I thought it was worth talking about here, because um, just a, it's a funny situation. So, uh, the news stories like broke in December, but the actual event took place in in September. Um, Basically, well, I, I shouldn't necessarily say that. So in September, you guys may recall that Microsoft acquired uh, Minecraft and Mojang for $2.5 billion. Does that mm-hmm. ring a bell? Yep. Yeah, it uh, rings a little bit of a bell. So, Microsoft. Uh, the creator of, of Minecraft, Mr. Notch, went ahead and took a little, little bit of that money and... Uh, basically purchased a mansion in Beverly Hills, which the, just the notion of that is funny. Like this, <laughs> this foreign game developer just settling down in Beverly Hills in a $70 million mansion. Um, the real kicker though, is that reportedly he outbid Beyonce and Jay-Z who were also trying to get a hold of the house. And yeah. to those who aren't aware, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z are, probably the greatest power couple in existence right now um they're two perfect people (laughs) better than better than kanye west and kim kardashian because people actually Uh, like them oh Oh, that's true but people do actually like beyonce and jay-z they do they love them Uh, but but what about angelita jolie and brad pitt Ah, see, that's that's the that's the only competitor, right? Like, that's it. Yeah, I think, um, th- I think so. They're basically just one is white and and one is black. I mean, and There's... one is only arguably white. They have so many brown kids. I think that's... after a while, you count as black. That's true. So I don't even know. I, there are probably there are more black kids or black people in the uh, Pitt Jolie household than there are in the, uh, uh, shit, what's her last name? I guess Z? Knowles. Knowles. <laughs> Beyonce Knowles. Well, no, I knew it was Knowles. I guess when you're that famous, you don't change your name. But what's Jay-Z's last name? C. It's is not, it like Curtis? It's not Z. Maybe Boy, no. I, I, think, I think 50 Cent is Curtis. What's I Jay-Z? bet it's the same as a president. God, they always have the lamest names. They're, they really do. I keep forgetting 
Would, would you say oh, you it's, it's Carter? It's Carter. I, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that Drake's real name is Aubrey, and that's real awkward for me. His name's not even Jay. His name's Sean Corey. Sean Corey Carter. <laughs> Sean Corey Carter. What a cute little name. Oh, that's just precious. Him, you should sue him, Jay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I should sue him. Shouldn't I? He stole your name. He's ripping me off. You should be yeah. Sean Corey Joseph. <laughs> right and he'll call you up and be like hey this is Mr. Z and I'm just calling you to let you know that cool <laughs> maybe that's, and then he'll give you all, all his money maybe that's how it'll go so I think I think that uh, so remember when the royal family was here um, everyone was talking about royalty meets royalty because Will and Kate met Beyonce and Jay-Z Oh, that's and right. Could decide who was luckier. That's tough. And you know what? Kate also got uh, touched by by Kobe Bryant, if I remember correctly. So James. No, it was LeBron. He got touched. Yeah. She got touched by. LeBron. Oh, was it LeBron? Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just thinking to myself. I was like, Kobe would know better. No, Kobe would know better. Kobe would know better. He knows when to not touch a lady. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so so back to not sniping this house from Jay Z and Beyonce. I mean, just the notion that like a guy I would have to explain to my mom who it is, like just <laughs> just the idea that he outbid Beyonce and Jay Z is really funny to me, and and it also it as it, it the funny is compounded when I know that even after I explain who he is, she's not going to like follow. Right. Like, it's still not going to make any sense. I have a hard time following. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, got a, I got a kick out of it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, what is Notch going to go so, over in Beverly Hills? Do you see Notch in Beverly Hills? I'm, With his <laughs> awkward, like... So, he took, he took one it, picture. He put one picture on Twitter of the house. And it's just... It, you know those... You know when you go to like the M and M store and it has like the the giant plastic tubes filled with M and M's lining the walls and you fill your own bag. Do mm-hmm. you know Do you know what I'm talking about? He, yeah, yeah. He just has one of those. He just has one of those. <laughs> I think there's a motorcycle inside the house that they just up. So here's the thing: because Beyonce and Jay Z uh, put in the same price that Notch got the house at. Mm-hmm. So it's like seventy million, right? Is yes. That- yeah, seventy so million. So that means Jay Z and Beyonce put in a bid for seventy million. Uh, so you know this means that Notch paid cash to get the house. Oh yeah, for sure. I I just want people to think of that for a second. That Notch paid seventy million dollars cash <laughs> and could and could have gone higher. Yeah, he has, higher. he has two thousand five hundred million at his disposal. Could have very easily gone gone further. God, <laughs> well. <laughs> That's frustrating. Are, well, hey, let's go kill ourselves. Not only that, but think about it. Notch probably doesn't have credit here. Oh, yeah. So he could have gotten a mortgage. I mean, yeah. I'm sure some bank would lend him a like 20% interest just because. When you got that kind of money, somebody yeah. will make it work for you. But, uh, yeah, you know. He uh, has to have done it with cash. No way. Damn it. I told, I told my wife when she went to the store to get me an Amiibo and... The one I wanted isn't there. Of course, of course you did. Why don't, you have your, 
Okay, what what was your wife running the store? Do you like milk or eggs or what? No, she was. I don't know what she's doing. Amiibos. I don't know. But she told her. But she told her. To, you told her to get you an amiibo. Yeah, because she was going to Target, which has amiibos. I, I think you have a problem. I just. I was just while you're there, pick me up an amiibo. It's like a beer. <laughs> His problem is he doesn't have enough amiibos. I mean, a beer is like two bucks. An amiibo is like what, thirteen dollars? Twelve ninety nine. Oh, so an amiibo is less. She's like good a for it. I'm good for it. An amiibo is is, is less like I'm a no, beer. Like, I'm no uh, notch, like but I can afford an heroin. amiibo. <laughs> you could buy a twelve pack with that. <laughs> you could buy a twelve pack with that. I don't want to drink the twelve pack. Well, you can only buy you can only buy a six pack in New York City, but that's still more beer than what really? you're getting with the amiibo. The twelve the twelve pack will last me two days, and <laughs> I won't I won't feel good. The amiibo will last I, I, me forever. 12 frosty delicious beers. I think you have a problem if a 12 pack only only lasts you two days. How long should it last me? It, oh, a lot longer than two days. Sorry, Jay, you don't know. Um, if you go to the grocery store in Utah and you buy beer, you're actually buying uh, 4% beer. So it's uh, just, okay. a, just a step above bottled water. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it takes let's, a while let's not for... be too harsh. They have some good ones. Uh, no, they do. They for For being under that constraint, they do a pretty fine job. Uh, but I don't know about Michael, but I I need six if I'm if I'm gonna get lit. Oh so, well, yeah, if you do that, you switch in between whiskey. Maybe like five, if we're if we're lucky. But you don't want to drink five because then you have one left over. And what the fuck do you do with one four percent beer? You have it for breakfast. <laughs> I guess I guess just don't eat anything for a day. Mix it into your scrambled eggs and then drink that. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Okay, well, this is the enemy slime beer hack cast where we talk about all the things that you could do with beer. <laughs> Hold on, uh, I'm looking up a beer and egg recipe. Beer that you bought instead of Amiibos. Oh, you know what you can do? You can, um, well, I don't know, I usually use stronger beer than this, but you can put them in, um, get some ribs, you slather them in cayenne spice and uh, brown sugar, and then you uh, marinate them in beer, and then you boil them in that beer. Yeah, see, so there you go. That's, all right. I make a pretty fantastic fried chicken with... Just one can of beer. Okay, so I entered beer hacks in Google. Do you want to know what I got? <laughs> what did Definitely. you get? Okay, so the first one I got is cut a notch in your patio chairs for an instant wine glass holder. So, <laughs> oh my God. What, what are all, all these can, life hacks? I fucking like hate life hacks. You can, you can destroy your lawn furniture for an easy wine glass holder. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> shitting you. I saw one. I, it had to have been a joke. I saw one that's like... Open a can of soda and drink a quarter of it. Now take a knife and cut the top of the can off for easier soda drinking. <laughs> you, uh, wow. What the fuck is that? Uh, you can make $3 wine taste like $30 wine by aerating it in a blender for 30 seconds. No, you can't. What? <laughs> I swear to God, um, life, life, are, are, life are, are hacks are just like... Are you looking at this life hacks in click hole, Jay? Use your toaster rack to dry your wine glasses. No. <laughs> what? I don't even. Yeah. I, I, okay. Maybe. Uh, or you could just yeah, use oh, here's like, a, good, a here's dish a good one. towel. Here's a good one. If you need to conceal your liquor, here's what you do: you cut open a piece of French bread, and you no. scoop all the bread out <laughs> from inside, and now you can hide your liquor inside the French bread. How about a life hack? for you if you have to do that then you need to go to aa okay actually i i I can see a scenario where i would do that maybe on like a cruise ship 
because um, they won't let you they won't let you bring bottles onto a cruise ship. But I guess the problem is that they're gonna they're gonna X-ray everything. And, Do you think they will let you bring French bread to a cruise ship? Yeah, they would let you bring French bread on. Um, but they're gonna X-ray it and see a bottle of alcohol inside of it. And oh, here's here's a hack for for a cruise ship. So you take a bottle of Listerine, and you pour out the Listerine. Now you take a clear liquor like vodka, and you pour it into the former Listerine bottle, and then you dye it blue with yeah, food coloring. I've heard that before. That you could do, uh, or you could do like something like blue curacao or something. So a lot of the, a lot of that stuff also has to be. I don't know if they would check a, a mouthwash bottle, but a lot of it has to be sealed. So I've also seen people who heat up water bottles so the cap can be pulled off completely and then they fill the water bottle with vodka and then put the cap back on but it's still sealed and then they can take that onto the ship how are we talking about this on a video game <laughs> podcast because jared you have a problem and we're trying to make you realize the depths you've sunk to you have a problem with amiibos i have so, i guess well, I have so we're trying to, make it, we're trying to make drink that drink whole water bottle of vodka but instead <laughs> you want to spend your top money on amiibos yeah. well, when you start putting your amiibos inside of french bread then you don't know <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Shigeru Miyamoto has been kind of uh, going on a tour, so to speak, of YouTube channels and talking. Wait, hold on, I have one more. Have oh, one okay. More. Give me one more life hack. Host a barbecue. Tell your friends to bring beer, and you'll end up with plenty of extra booze. But the meat is more expensive than the booze. <laughs> not if not if it's a really shit like just bar ass hot dogs. I mean, what kind of an asshole will do it? Just just like the shittiest hot dogs you can find. <laughs> and just then then this is a trick you can only pull once. Is what you're telling me. Hot dog buns are pretty cheap too. Yeah, so you... you're telling because once you you do that and you like only do hot dogs, nobody else is gonna come. Okay, here's what you, here's what you do. Okay, you have a potluck, and when you're assigning everybody their thing for the potluck. You give them dessert, and then everybody brings you a tasty dessert, but they don't want to eat it because they haven't had a main course, and then you have a bunch of desserts. <laughs> about, so hold on. How about that? That's a life hack. That's a, that's exactly as valuable a life hack as the one that you just read, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Can we talk, can we talk about a, Miyamoto it now? Like, it, looks like, it looks to be a life hack to chill your beer faster. But to chill it faster, you need liquid nitrogen. Isn't that really expensive? Yeah, I don't know that that's the... I, I don't get what the point of some of the, of the life hacks is. Yeah, like. I'll, give you a, I'll give you a real one. Are you ready? Because uh, yeah. this actually does work, and it's a serious problem here, because if you want to buy full-strength beer, you have to go to a liquor store, and none of our liquor stores have refrigeration. So you're buying a warm beer, and if you want, what kind of a hellhole do you live in? Yeah, I know. And if you want to drink it right now, you're gonna have to uh, improvise. So what you do is you take a paper towel and you get it wet, and and you squeeze the water out of it so it's not like dripping, you know. And then you wrap it around the bottle and you put that in the freezer for about ten minutes, and then your beer will be ice cold. Oh, that's a good life hack, actually. But if you yeah, that's, that's a much better life hack than this entire fucking list. <laughs> If you forget it, though, it will explode, so be careful. I mean, don't have too many beers before that. <laughs> or too many amiibos. But yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go buy, like, three, you know, big beers, and I'll do one of them in the freezer like that, put the other two in the fridge, 
by the time I go through the first one, I'm ready for the other two that are now cold. So boom, there you go. Live like me. And then I and then I sit on my couch and I look at my amiibos and I just I wonder what could have been if the one that I wanted was at fucking Target just now. I, I hope I hope that you're all listening, teenage listeners, because we've just given you some improvements for life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And kids don't waste your time with alcohol. You need to get on the crack cocaine right now. Or amiibos. Crystal meth. I'm sure we'll, there's we'll be some, having the meth cast next week. I'm sure there's some crazy <laughs> drug that's way more popular than both of those that we don't even know about because we're Jankum. Yeah, J- J- Jankum's back. They're all in. <laughs> all right, kids. Hey, kids. Here, here's a good life hack for you. If you want to get high, but your parents won't let you have drugs, then you buy a jar and you take a number two inside the jar. <laughs> then you seal the jar and let it ferment in the sun. After a couple of days. You can go ahead and whiff up your own stanky poo, and now that it's nice and fermented, it will get you high. I I thought you were supposed to put a balloon on top of it, and like tie, uh, really? you tie a I, you tie a balloon on top of it, you leave it in the sun, the balloon fills up. Oh well, yeah, I guess that's how you measure whether or not it's uh, stank enough. Okay, first of all, we're about a third of the way done with the podcast now. <laughs> Jay's advice is terrible. This is what you do: you go to your local uh, tobacco shop. And you walk in and you say, I, I don't want to smoke or, or anything like that. I just want to uh, take a bath and let my skin get really soft. And what he's going to do is he's going to sell you these, uh, these salts that you add to your bath for your skin to get soft. What you do, well, here's the secret, here's the twist, are you ready? You lied. You are going to smoke it. <laughs> Much to this shop man's horror. And uh, it's it's best to just do this right outside the store. You don't want to. If you, they might go bad by the time you get home. So you should definitely do it in in a public place. You'll be safer in a public place too, because people can help you if something if you have a bad trip. And then just and then just get naked and fight the nearest person. And eat him. And eat him, eat his flesh, <laughs> consume his flesh, absorb his life force. <laughs> and that is a life hack. <laughs> I mean, that's just what living in Florida is like. Now, for the love of God, can we talk about Miyamoto? <laughs> Do you just, think Miyamoto would smoke bath salts? He just wants to make the world a brighter place with Pikmin's and Yoshi's. <laughs> Uh, we're going all out for number sixty. God. I was like, I was like, maybe now we'll get more professional. <laughs> now that the holidays are over and we can get back onto topics. So this is actually the thing I wanted to say is very short. Miyamoto went on a YouTube channel and he announced that Star Fox will be playable at E3 this year. Oh, cool! So uh, yeah, that's pretty neat. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything before? Yeah, why didn't you say that before? I was going to. We didn't have to go on about about teens doing drugs. He said said that first. He said it made us look like an asshole. He said it will support amiibos too. (laughs) Oh, that's where this is coming from. Okay, so we can't talk about our crack cocaine's, but Jared can talk about his amiibos all he likes. (laughs) Oh man. Have you ground up the amigos and snorted them yet? 
Uh, just just the commons. <laughs> I'm saving saving Little Mac for a special day. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about video games? Sure, why not? <laughs> for a, for a tidbit. I actually, so this is uh, this this podcast will go up on the same day that we begin our game of the year coverage. And because Lucio is going to be gallivanting across the world um, for the next two weeks, I thought that maybe what we should do is we'll we'll lead with his game of the year choices and and maybe just spend a little bit of time talking about them. So some of them we already have talked about on the podcast. Actually, presumably all of them we've talked about on the podcast. I think pretty much, yeah. But uh, maybe, maybe just elaborate a little more. A little more. You know, we've all had time to reflect on it. It's after Christmas, so maybe some of us have had a chance to play them. Um, so I thought that we could just run through your picks and uh, maybe you could just give us a little bit of. Uh, a recap on why why you picked them. So let's see. Start with Mordor. Uh, I believe that was your number six, right? So, uh, and let right. me also clarify to those of you who are following this. Last year we all did five, um, but this year because we're down a man and Michael's been busy and just all this all this other stuff, I think that we decided to bump it up to six. Except for Michael, who didn't play enough games. That's right. Um, so I don't, how many games are you going to pick? He was actually doing things with his life. <laughs> how many, how many games will sucker. you pick, Michael? I think if I try really hard, I may be able to hit four. Really? Well, that's pretty good. Where All do right. we want to combine them with Doug? I think we, I think we might, uh, toss Doug's in, in there too. And most of his... Well, Doug has like two. It's kind of diminishing returns too, because a lot of his I already have, and so you know we're we're kind of good on on some of these. Yeah, I think I think this year, unlike last year, we agreed on a lot of the games of the years, so it was really it hard to come was, up with different lists. But it wasn't just that much. Going we on. only we only have yeah. one. Uh, we only have one game out of all the game of the year picks that I've seen so far. Um, we've only had one game. I think that the review on the site is probably not befitting of game of the year um but that's a conversation i guess to have next week oh is are we talking far cry 4 no uh it's one where i reviewed the game and you really liked it uh, oh infamous oh i really liked it yeah but i yeah. would have given it a five you would have given it a five okay that's next i would have given it a five next week all right um sharpen so, your blades spoilers one of jay's yeah, right? is infamous uh <laughs> So yeah, let's r- let's run through Lucio's picks. So Lucio number six, it is Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. So you were talking about drugs. That game was fucking crack. <laughs> like at some point, I was begging. I think I put it on Twitter. Something like somebody needs to take this game away from me. Yeah, <laughs> I can't I play I, it anymore. I, I spent something like big... forty hours just killing orcs. I didn't advance I... the story. I didn't do any missions. Man, it's only like it's only like an eighteen-hour game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, I'm already hours. up to 18 hours. I'm not even close to being finished. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my 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 see my big video game news of the week is that my PlayStation 4 stopped reading all this, um, so I can't play it. So I'm going through some serious withdrawal. Oh yeah, and also on the on the theme of broken shit, uh, my Wii U died, and I had to send that back to Nintendo. Um, and okay, so everyone should buy the Xbox One, which is a system so... just like their computer. Yeah, the well, X- I don't know. D four, my game of the year choice, was murder or murdered my Connect. So yeah, but that's like a favor. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty happy with it. It's like, working. hey, hey, check this out, Michael. Your Xbox boots up faster now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
So there you go. So everybody had bad hardware experiences this year. Um, I, I mean, Neat. I, I think that it's kind of just like, it's what happens like launch, launch hardware. And I know that a lot of you guys don't necessarily like, like Jay's isn't really a launch edition PlayStation, but I feel like video game consoles remain relatively unreliable until their second revision. But that's mm-hmm. see, that's not true because I think okay, I'm I'm trying to think how many generations of hardware I've had that have really massively fucked up. Um, you know, I had the Xbox. There was the Xbox 360, which bricked on me, and I guess the PSP was kind of unreliable. But other than that, I've never had a problem. Like my, I have the original PlayStation 3, and it still works. Knock on wood. Yeah, I gotta say this actually does feel like something that didn't really start happening until like the original Xbox. Like my my Sony PlayStation still works. Um, so I mean, if I go through mine, I still have my PlayStation Two, but it no longer plays. I think it it does not play PS One games anymore, but it still plays PlayStation Two games. So I guess good job. Um, I have the PS3, which was broken on launch. Like on the day I got it, I brought it home and it wouldn't accept discs. And so I just took it straight back to GameStop and it's lived since then, but it started overheating a lot about the time the last of us came out. So I bought the slim instead. Well, it's got to handle all that hefty cordyceps action. Yeah. And it got really loud and scary. Uh, (laughs) like I was worried. Um, my Xbox is definitely the worst experience that I had. My 360 red ringed, uh, twice, I think. Only twice? You're lucky. Uh, yeah, I think twice. Did you have to return it more than that? I, I went through three different Xboxes and I think it was a total of seven, like, damn turns to the point where like I sent it twice and they replaced it and then I sent it like three times and they replaced it. They sent, uh, and then the other one, I ended up sending it also like three times, and then I just fucking bought an Elite from, I think I told the story. Yeah. One of my friends um, broke up with her boyfriend, and like as far as her revenge, she sold me his Xbox and all of his games really cheap. And he was and he was cool with that? I don't know. I don't know the guy. <laughs> Not my problem. All right. Well, well, let me go. ask you, does your NES still work? Yes. Yeah, see? Oh, well, my, that's actually pretty impressive because they my, really my like to My Nintendo still works. My NES still works. My PS2 still works. My, my, Game, GameCube, my GameCube is going my solid. My 64 still works. Yeah, my GameCube oh, and my PS2 still work. Uh, my, 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 my siblings destroyed my Super Nintendo just before um, the new generation, so I never got that replaced. But uh, I, have, I have the, uh, the, the not the original Game Boy, but I have the Game Boy Color, and that still works. Yeah, my Game Boy Advance still works. I feel like as a general rule, my Nintendo consoles have always been the most solid. Um, my Wii broke, but that was because I soft modded it and corrupted the system software. And uh, the Wii U, the Wii U is the only one that has had trouble. And again, I've I've kind of mistreated it as well by hooking up third party HDMI cables, which is apparently something you can't do. I you think play, so here, you listen, I'm not I'm not calling like conspiracy theory, but when my PlayStation 4 stopped reading discs, I saw four specific games that people would complain about, and that was FIFA, that was uh, Battlefield, uh, I forget one of them, and the last one was Destiny. 
And Destiny was definitely in my system before it stopped reading disc entirely. What what is the conspiracy then? That Obama did it? Uh, Obama did, Obama put everybody knows Obama is a baby and doesn't play Destiny. He came from Kenya just to uh, just to disable your PlayStation through Destiny. Through Destiny. <laughs> well, it Jay's doesn't give praise to the one true prophet. Change PlayStation specifically. I guess being unable to read discs was your destiny. Oh, that's horrible. That's pretty good, right? What else is on your game of the year list? This Kill year? him. <laughs> <laughs> What's number five? Number five, we have uh, Valiant Hearts: The Great War. This is a this is a mm. rare one to see, and I, actually, um, it, so we we sort all of our games into a tournament bracket, and we do it based off Metacritic. Uh, scores and I believe Valiant Hearts is actually the lowest on on Metacritic. It still has a pretty respectable, you know, it, it's green still, but it's it's like a seventy nine <laughs> or something like that. Um, I can see why a lot of people didn't like it. What I, what tickled you about it? What worked? Uh, the setting of the First World War, just the way that the narrative is done. It has this thing where you know it's all nice and colorful, and that it kind of uses that to make you a bit more miserable. <laughs> with you know whatever happens with the story mm-hmm. yeah yeah i gotta say looking at it like there's something about the aesthetic that makes me want to play it oh man ub art is like it, gorgeous like that that engine is just fantastic if you don't mind spoilers there's a really fucked up scene where you have to like charge a machine gun nest while hiding on the b- piles of bodies of your dead comrades mm. <laughs> so yeah it gets grim but you know with the art style it kind of makes it worse like I can see carnage and destruction in a Call of Duty style game all day, and nothing twice about it. But when you have something like Valiant Hearts, where it's colorful and you know the first half of it is pretty like feels like a tin tin book, you know, it's pretty inoffensive. Mm-hmm. It uh, I think it hits you harder. Did anybody get to play Child of Light, or is that no. just me? Because uh, that that one's also UBR, and it wasn't nearly good enough to make any kind of game of the year list. I think for anybody, um, but uh, man, like both those games just look fantastic. And I mean, so does Rayman. Like, damn that that engine's really great. It is a very pretty game. I hope I hope that uh, it's not like a casualty that gets you know, killed off while Ubisoft has to go and like divert resources to maybe, I don't know, make, make watchdogs Two a good game or whatever they have to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, none of those games are sounding like uh assassin's Creed to me. So yeah, I don't know how they possibly made your game of the year list. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, they, they paid me a lot of money and gave me a blowjob or something. It's just cause the free Wait. dead Kings DLC hasn't come out yet. And that's, what's really going to swing it. Right. What's uh, what's number four, Lucio? This war of mine. And uh, it's interesting because they they of course kind of group together, um, Mm -hmm. and they have a a little bit in common. Um, it's what I liked about this war of mine is kind of the same thing about Papers Please, where you know it puts you in a bad situation and it makes you make bad choices, or rather choices between bad options, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really judge you on it. You can't let you, like, you know... Like, there was this one point where my people were so hungry, I just went into, like, this old couple that I knew was living there, I shot them, and I took their food. And then, like, you know, the other two guys could eat, and the guy that... The survivor that 
actually kill the old couple was like kind of tonic for the rest of the game. So, you know, it's like that kind of thing, you know? So, you know, real smiley stuff. Yeah, you know, happy shit. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, feel good game of the year. Feel good game of the year. I also have a copy and I, I played it for a little bit and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the thing is, is that I feel like it's a game that you can figure out and, and I feel like once you figure it out, the replayability kind of goes out the window. Um, it, you can figure it out, but it, eventually you're going to run out of stuff and that's when shit gets real. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it does it does create some interesting scenarios and, and kind of unique situations. So and it's interesting because when you start the game, like all the other survivors are like, Yeah, hey, you know, go ahead, take some food, you know, we were cool. Uh, you know, we there's more than enough for everybody. Like after winter it's a different game entirely. Like yeah. everything everybody's hostile, you know, everything is mm. dangerous. Yeah, it get, it gets pretty brutal. You, you start getting more more hostile too. Because, you know, you need shit and then, you know, sometimes the only way you can get it is by taking it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, it doesn't, and the game doesn't judge you for it. It's not like, you know, watchdogs that chastises you for killing a slaver. <laughs> you know, they just go like, oh, well, you know, you kill this guy. And, and if you choose the right survivor to do it, they might even like be fine with it. Which I kind of liked. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, you're going to have to sacrifice a survivor in order to to get whatever you want to to get and kill whoever you want to kill mm-hmm. if, you, if you like get to know your your guys and you pay attention to their tires and everything you can pick somebody who will be able to handle it yeah yeah i really uh i really liked it it, it comes up with some some pretty unique choices and i mean it's it's relatively unlike anything that I've played before. Uh, I mean, obviously there are, there are similar like simulation type games, but mm-hmm. it, it's got a very unique dynamic to it. Very, very cool game. Very good idea. I still want to try that one out. And like I yeah, said, when here. I was um, doing my game of the year um, article, it's, you know, kind of makes you think about all the shit you hear in the news. You know, can you get can you get one of your soldiers addicted to heroin so that they can forget about the war? Well, they're not soldiers; they're survivors. And well, can you get the survivors addicted to heroin? You can try to make one an alcoholic. Uh, can you get them addicted because... to Jankum? Nah, <laughs> you can make him addicted to amigos. Oh, okay, good. That's good. Maybe that can be your breakout hit, Jay. Is uh, Jankum simulator? <laughs> Sounds like fun. You're a teenage kid. You're a teenage kid and you're bored. And all you have is Mexican food and a mason jar. I feel like we're really dating ourselves by talking about Jankum. <laughs> I think so do you want me to go you want to go online and find out what the new popular drug is? Uh, what's a hip new drug? I'm just gonna I feel like even typing. Oh, there's that, crocodile. Oh, that's not hip. Um uh, well uh, I don't know. I think. Oh, oh, here we go. This is a, having your skin fall off his hip. This is a good one. Uh, if you type "hip new drug," the top result is "lean," which is, um, which is pretty huh? pretty trendy right now. Um, okay. lean and ecstasy. I think those are both great choices. Oh, ex- oh, I think it's pretty fantastic that the article is by ABC. It calls it a hip new high. A new hip high. 
Wait, I, I'm curious okay. because you want to talk about dating yourself. E is like my my grandpa's drug. Yeah, e, so. Oh, but the kids, the kiddies love it still. So, like, so it's back. They just they go bonkers for it. I don't it's think I ever went away. Yeah, maybe maybe not. I don't know. Drugs. Anyway, Lucio. Go get some. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know more about lean. What do you what don't you know about it? It's cough syrup. Oh, it's cough syrup? Okay. okay. Why did you just say syrup then? So this is this is what's so funny about this is what's so funny about it. Um it's it's like codeine cough syrup and then they put like they put Jolly Ranchers in it. Oh, that sounds kinda neat. I'm gonna have to try that. (laughs) You should. (laughs) You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Everybody else at home should try it too. It's just it's just like these <laughs> fucking thug gangsters melting candy and cough syrup. I, I I don't know. I just I don't get but it. But cough syrup, cough syrup and E has always been the thing. So don't tell me I'm dating myself with Jankum. I don't know. I just I, I, in fact I'm going to do some Jankum as soon as this podcast. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he can't, can't get enough. Oh, what's geez. next, Lucio? Persona Q. <laughs> uh, yeah, Persona Q, Shadow of the Labyrinth. Wacky. Oh, really? It was that good? I mean, I really liked it. I don't know. Let's. I'm going to come clean and say something. Because this year has been such a fucked up year for video games that I just went with a shit that kind of like appealed to me personally. Yeah, and this shit appealed to me personally. So, it, I mean, I don't know if it will make everybody else's list, but I really enjoyed it. I look forward to playing it for like 14 hours on an airplane. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, you know, I guess I had my time with Second Son. Like, I played the shit out of Second Son. Uh, Far Cry, I've started falling off. I want to finish my achievements. That's not going to happen now with my PlayStation. So I had to be honest. The game I'm getting the most mileage out of is Project Diva Hatsune Miku. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, what I mean, it's like, you know. Hey, hey I like it, right? Yes, right? you clearly do. Okay. <laughs> if I like it, if I'm getting my mileage out of it, if I enjoy it, what's the problem? But do you enjoy it because it's a good game, or do you enjoy it because Hatsune Miku promised that you could be together forever and then let you pet her? <laughs> okay, whenever a girl says we can be together forever and then she pet her, you gotta admit, that's a pretty good hook. I mean, Jay, we could just buy you a real doll. <laughs> we could all pool our money together. And just get you your real doll. Oh, what, have you it seen the new? Wife. Have you seen like those new male sex dolls that they're making that all look like Ryan Gosling? Nope, can't oh. say that I have. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I did just see that while I was browsing through Male Sex Doll Monthly <laughs> the other day. I was waiting. I was waiting at the dentist, and uh, I I moved aside Highlights Magazine and what was there before me, but but real doll male. Sex Adventure Monthly. <laughs> okay, so here's what it is. It's kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of like repetitive but rewarding gameplay. Oh, okay. The sex so, doll, or <laughs> yeah, there you go. Miku, the sex doll. It's <laughs> I don't you know you that, like the outcome every time, so I understand. I understand. <laughs> All right. But, uh, so you like you like Persona Q, is what you're saying? I like Persona Q. I like the gameplay. It's you know a dungeon crawl like it. It's your Odyssey. Michael should get it immediately. He has all of the character interaction and shit. He has a ton of, like, you know, nods and shit to the games. It also, you know, it lets you see them interacting with one another. And it's different from Arena in the sense that they're the same age because of, uh, you know, shenanigans. 
So you know, it's, are it's they not? Re- how old are they in arena? About three so apart, it, three years apart. Yeah. Is that just because they're literally taking it to be like Persona Three happened and then Persona Four? Ha- like, is that just the yeah. timeline for yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. that's, that's the timeline for it. Yeah. So in Persona Four Arena, the people in Persona Three are like these badass, like you know, super guys who don't give a shit about anything, and you know, the kids from Persona Four are high schoolers who are super impressed by them. You know. Mm, I see. So it's a completely different dynamic. Still, though, you, you kind of see like how fucked up Persona Three is compared to Persona Four. Know that Persona 4 is, uh, you know, like Persona 4, you have kids trying to stop a murder. In Persona 3, you had him like, you know, fighting uh, an old god that wanted to destroy the world. So, so speaking, so speaking of teenagers, I looked into the top teen drugs, and Crocodile is number one. See, I'm fucking hip. Okay, well, there you go. You're hip as hell. I am hip as hell. I know oh, what's man. going on. Now take some crocodile, make your skin fall off. (laughs) Okay, I'll get right on that, sir. (laughs) All right. What about number two? Speaking of uh, drugs, Westland 2, which does have drugs. Do you say that? So, because Wasteland 2 contains drugs, not because it was like a drug? Yeah, it contains drugs. It could be like a drug. I don't know. Uh, I mean, did you find it to be addicting? Uh, on drugs yeah. that you played it. That too, but... Sh- <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. I mean, it is one of those games that just, like I said, it, it makes hours go by really fast. It's, they melt away and it's three in the morning and you're trying to stop a group of raiders from destroying an irrigation system wondering where the time went. So I guess it is kind of like a drug in that sense. How much uh, how much gameplay is in it? Like, how long is that game? It's a good sixty hours, I'd say. Depends on how much, hmm. how long you take on it. Hmm. It could be forty. If you really hurry through it, I think you could do it in like twenty. And is he still just to pull everybody else? Is he still the only one who's played it? I think Doug played it. Oh, that's yeah, right. I, I I played like uh, the better version, but I haven't played the final version. Mm. As a lifelong Fallout fan, I would like to get to that one at some point, but I haven't. You haven't should, you, if you like Fallout, because he's oh, by yeah. the same guy. Right, he's so Brian, yeah, Brian I think it's going to be right up my alley. It is, and that's part of why it's there instead of Destiny, even though I really like Destiny too. It's it's right up there you, you with... Mean, you uh, mean Divinity, you mean Divinity. Yeah, Divinity. Sorry, you better stay clear about that. <laughs> yeah. They're two very different games. And, and actually, that's Sorry, it's just uh, all this Destiny talk lately. That's what I was going to say, is I, I really want to play It and Divinity. Um, and they both keep coming up on Steam sales, but they're like they're like $10 more than I'm willing to pay for them. So I just need them to come down just a tiny the, bit more. For the gameplay and stuff you get for it, I think it's, you know the sale price is worth it. Yeah, I don't know. I just got a lot of games to play right now. No, I understand that. Yeah, just dark times. Who wants but, to buy uh, me this war of mine? Isn't it? It's pretty cheap, isn't it? If you buy me this war of mine, I will buy you some crocodile. How about? <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. What a guy. What a, what a deal. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't I don't want crocodile that's been purchased for me. I, I want crocodile that uh, is homemade. homemade um, with love. Like I want yeah. you to I want you to blow a little kiss into it as you stir it up. Going to yeah, the I farmer's market and buying your artesian crocodile really is 
<laughs> That's the real, real rewarding experience. <laughs> okay. Anyway, gourmet crocodile. Um. So yeah, I mean, I love post-apocalyptic, and I don't. I don't know if I told the story in the podcast before, but Fallout was one of the first computer RPGs that I really got into. Because it was one of the few that had like an option to play in Spanish. Oh, I think you have said that. Mm. So you know, it's that kind of game always had a place in my heart, and I like Fallout Three and New Vegas, but they're not the same. Yeah, you know, that's entirely fair. I think they're both good games, but I, I don't. I, I couldn't blame somebody who was like, "I love Fallout." And and said they couldn't get into them because I, I get it. Like I understand. They're, they're very um very Bethesda. It's right. basically a bad a Bethesda take on follow, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean I they're they're good. They're just it's not and the I same like thing. Them. Oh I yeah, like they're them. great, I... but it's tapping into an entirely different market or not market, yeah. but you know. The things that made the original Fallout great really just didn't translate to the new Fallouts. They made new things that are great. Let me ask a yeah, question. Here, here's my metric for whether or not I'll enjoy an RPG like this. And maybe I've already asked this question, but I've forgotten the answer. So it's relevant once more. Um, can I talk my way out of a vast majority of shit if I like appropriate my skills correctly? And, you can, but not all of it. Uh, but not all of it. But but a, a portion of it, right? Like, yeah. Nothing is better to me, nothing is better to me than telling the final boss in New Vegas to, to like, <laughs> go fuck himself. To just fuck off. And he's like, Bow yeah, down. you're right, I should fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's okay, the best. That, that's, that's true. That is actually one of the things they captured about the old Fallout that really makes it yeah. a, a fantastic game. Or, or in, the, in the original Mass Effect, when you can tell Saren to kill himself. <laughs> And then he does. He's it. like, "That's a good point. I will <laughs> kill myself. You're right. I will kill myself. <laughs> and you don't get to skip the entire final boss, but you get to skip its most annoying like phase. So in the original Fallout, um, you could actually talk the final boss into killing himself. The but master? yeah, but really? you had to really carefully go through a dialogue trees, and it's not like Fallout New Vegas where you had like the little thing that says, "Oh, if you have this charisma." You can pass it, so you had to. Oh, so uh, so it feels like you actually had a conversation, and you had to have a conversation, and, yeah. You had well, to I have, think there was actually like a challenge roll, so you could do it three times with the same skill, and three times you would get different results. Yeah, so you had to have luck, and first of all, you needed to have the skills high enough to get the dialogue options to get there, uh, and even then, you had to choose the right ones because some of them would just lead them to attack you. And then if you were able to get through all that and it's a long conversation, you had to go through like three rolls. So there was an element of luck too. So one of my other favorite things about Fallout is, um, oh, now I've I've forgotten what it was. Oh, dear. The bees? I like the bees. (laughs) God damn it. We're not doing this again. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was the Wolverines that you liked. Yeah, I like the Logans. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit 
I really, I really had something, and it's now really. Oh, 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 oh! I know what it is. Okay, in Fallout, one of my favorite things is if you. I always do this. You always roll a character and set your intelligence very low deliberately <laughs> so that you're just like really, really dumb. And then your dialogue changes to match it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that something that's carried over in Wasteland? The Ah, oh, because I, I really need that. I haven't tried it. And the reason for that is you're actually making four characters, right? Oh, that's right. Uh, I remember you telling way, me about this. The way the Wasteland is, is done, you have to very carefully balance whatever character is going to do or you are going to be in trouble. So you can't have one super dumb ca- do, are, are you even able to adjust their stats in that way? Yes, you are. It's The system is very similar to special, which makes sense because it's the same guy. Right, right. But um, I, I haven't tried it. I assume you could. I don't know if it's going to make a difference. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it right now because I'm just that curious. That really did break my heart when Fallout 3 didn't have that option. It, yeah, I know. It does, doesn't it? Or am I thinking of New Vegas? <laughs> okay. New no, Vegas. it doesn't. Neither of them. No, I know you can be dumb in New Vegas. You can be dumb in New Vegas and in Fallout 2. Let's see. You can be dumb in New so, Vegas, but you can't be Fallout 2 dumb. or Fallout uh, dumb. Here, here, here's, here's what you do. Mm-hmm. You go to the real Vegas, right? <laughs> well, there are and already plenty of dumb of people there. Bill. <laughs> you take a ton of crocodile, and, and it's like you're doing it in real life, like doing the video game in real life. Okay, yeah? sure, yeah. but I don't want to play as okay. a fool. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. I want to be a uh, guy, the Brotherhood of Steel, going around being racist, treating people with my superior equipment. Well, you just go to that's just called being in Las Vegas. Oh, okay, so good then. Oh man, I just I got totally diverted and looked at a video <laughs> of someone doing a low intelligence run on Fallout and like everything's just grunts and yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> like, rrr, rrr. He's he's returning the water chip and the guy's explaining to him. He's like, <laughs> "Give me the computer chip." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love that game. <laughs> and that's why Wasteland 2 is number two. All right, fair enough. Okay. All right, so Lucio, number one. <laughs> so I mentioned that I was just doing th- shit that it kind of like, um, that I enjoy just because this year was bad. So the first one is Transistor because it seems like it was a game made for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's cyberpunk, it has uh, an awesome soundtrack. It has, uh, you know, type of gameplay that I like. It has a cool system to tell the story that kind of blends into the gameplay. So, you know, game of the year. Game of the year, Transistor. I think you are one of the few to uh, select that. Um, I think he's one of the few to actually play it. All the other websites are too busy Uh, only promoting AAA games. That's true, too. Um, I I would call Transistor a AAA, wouldn't you? From super giant, from super giant, like super giant isn't a triple A developer. After Bastion, though, I mean, I I guess they're indie darlings uh, at least, if, right? If, they're indie if, darlings. Like if fucking transistor is triple A, then the Walking Dead is triple A. 
It it is. The Walking Dead is triple A. That's a triple A game. Triple, the Walking Dead's yeah. not triple A. Oh, it's they're what they what are they? They're not it's not some indie studio. It's fucking Telltale Games. They have the biggest IPs. Like that's the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones is bigger than uh fucking I I don't know who what's a game. Just a- Battlefield. <laughs> Maybe not Battlefield. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's a triple A company. Yeah, you hear that, yeah, Super I, Giant? Okay, okay, but trend, I mean, Transistor and Walking Dead, you have to be talking like a, a fucking multi-million dollar budget for those games. Yeah, I mean, that's... You really think you really think those cost that much? No, no I, I, I would concede to that. They're definitely... And uh, Super Giant definitely doesn't have the manpower that a AAA developer has. I'll, I'll, I'll transition Super Giant to Indie Darling. They're like Jonathan Blow, where they're basically Indian name only. <laughs> How's I that? mean, they're not that big. No, in terms of like size, no, they're and... not. But they're also not like. Um... I'm not gonna say they're starving, you know, artists like the guys with the gun brawler. You know, well, I guess they're not starving anymore. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, by, by your definition, then, uh, Murder Soul Suspect was an indie game. Yeah, it is. It's it an, is. It's a darling indie game. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, guys. Why do we have to put labels on everything? Why can't we just... Uh, why can't we just say it's, it's a great game? So let me ask this. As somebody who's just a casual observer, maybe like not super into cyberpunk, I don't know, it's all right, um, enjoyed Bastion but didn't think it was as great as everybody else thought it was. Um, you're not going to like Transistor. What amount of money <laughs> if, should if that's I pay? Where you're, going with all this, you're not going to like Transistor. I just shouldn't play it. It's just not... I mean, unless it's, you find uh, well, okay. Well, let me let me put it this way. I maybe maybe instead of looking kind of for an RPG with um with something you're going to dig quite as much as Bastion. Uh, let me ask you this: Did you like Parasite Eve? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's in a weird way. In a weird way, you liked it. Yeah, I, don't... I feel like it. I feel like I feel like Transistor's closest relative is Parasite Eve. Yeah, just in kind of how the gameplay is. That's weird. Does it have the sexy shower scene? Yeah, that's how he's it's got. Yeah, Red is that pretty sexy. Too. That was a pretty big deal back Red, then. Red, Red, Red is pretty sexy. She has a cold pizza scene. It's not quite the yeah. same, but yeah, a cold, cold pizza is pretty good. A cold pizza scene, like an erotic cold pizza scene. <laughs> no, I know she she just likes her cold pizza. And that she is really enjoys it. Hey guys, there's another life hack for you. If you're gonna cut a hole in a pizza box and stick your wiener in it, wait for the pizza to cool down. <laughs> Uh, don't right. don't stick it in a hot why pizza. Why would you wait for it to cool? I thought you ate the pizza shit. first. There's no reason no. To wait for it to cool down. No, because you're supposed to go to your girlfriend's house and be like, "Hey, I brought you a hot pizza," and then open it up and it's your dong. But then you just lie to her because it's not hot. Oh, well, you say well, you definitely don't warm, eat the pizza afterwards. A warm pizza. Yeah, you're not eating the pizza afterwards. The pizza is a decoration. Doesn't matter. It's a breach of trust. <laughs> <laughs> That pizza was not hot. <laughs> How could you trust you with her? I mind? don't think I don't think that that's what she's going to be most upset about. <laughs> God, you know I love all of this, but the pizza's not hot. Go home. <laughs> Get out of here. Hey man, I, I would I would be mad too if uh, you know my pizza wasn't hot. <laughs> anyway.
Also, so what are we talking about? Another another tip when you transistor. It's not it's not transistor and whether or not Jared should play it. When you go and get the pizza, ask them not to slice it. Otherwise, when you turn the box like like vertically to show her the display, <laughs> if it's oh if it's God. if it's sliced, it's all gonna fall off. But if if there's if it's not sliced, then it'll just balance on your. Uh, do you have Do you have any Does more anyone else really want pizza, pizza now? What now? I said, do you have any more tips for sticking your dick in pizza? Don't stick it in the pizza. Just <laughs> cut a hole in the pizza, and it's just it's 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 gonna just kind of lay on top of it. So you you have a you have a pizza on your dick, and you have a mason jar on your ass. Actually, if your pizza place will do special <laughs> orders, have them go light on sauce too. <laughs> you don't want it too sauce. I actually, I actually, Game in front of, the of year, mine. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Order. You're putting your dick in pizza. Order a thin. Oh. A, a, a friend of mine actually got a BJ once while the girl was doing the BJ was also eating pizza. Um, if you order a thin crust, so, uh, you'll I'm appear bigger. <laughs> I'm kind of curious now. Don't order a deep dish. That's gonna make you look more, you know, <laughs> stubby. And then you have a deep dish pizza, which, as we know, is the worst thing that could happen to anybody. You say you get a thin crust instead. You get a thin because then proportionately it looks a lot bigger. Yeah, that's the that's the idea. You want a you want a really flat, floppy pizza. <laughs> you got to shave the pizza. <laughs> oh lord! How much of this should we publish? Does, yeah. I think <laughs> we need to record at least an hour. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. Which which topping does the pizza have? Does it have sausage or does it have mushroom? You are the sausage, so don't you don't want to get all redundant. Or, or so, so you want mushroom on the pizza? I think you're the mushroom too. I, I put anchovies on to make myself feel more confident. Then, then oh, you don't want to be you don't want to be the mushroom, and you definitely don't want to be the cheese. That's actually a good idea. If you put anchovies on it, nobody's going to be mad that they didn't get to eat the pizza. <laughs> I love anchovies. Ew. As do I. But ew. Yeah, what? but then your dick smells like anchovies. What? Well, would maybe you, if the girl likes anchovies, it's good. Would you guys really get anchovies on a pizza? Oh, yeah. yeah. They're so salty. That's part of the appeal. What? Uh, where, That's what she said. Where do you order anchovies on a pizza? Like, can you get that from Pizza Hut? I don't know. I don't order Pizza Hut. Yeah, I think you can get them from almost any pizza purveyor, but if you order them from Pizza Hut, like, they don't do good anchovies. Oh, so there are good uh, anchovies. I, oh, I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't buy anything fish-related from Pizza Hut. That's probably a good point. So no like specialty crab pizza. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So they even do it. Oh, oh so do, do your pizza huts also come with wing streets? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, do you have any? I do you have any? I went. Are there any hacks that you know? <laughs> I know this. I know this. You're gonna be sorry that you asked. So, <laughs> I, I already so, am. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, there is um. I don't I don't think this can stay, but <laughs> <laughs> But is there more to that so or is that just finally the... found No, that's it. it, that's it. I I I heard this a long time ago. I was at a life um, <laughs> I'm not that's, sure. That's not a life hack. I don't think it is. That's just a statement. <laughs> <laughs>
like we're in one of those commercials where I'm like, did you know that you can save 10% if you switch to Geico? And everybody knows that. Did you know? Blood everywhere. Ah. <laughs> well, Jay, what's right about one thing? We are sort of we asked. Boy. <laughs> Boy, oh. I didn't ask. Well, because if, if we have the pizza scenario, right? You have you have the guy has their pizza scenario, and then the girl has her wing street scenario. So you got both places covered. Thanks, Pizza Hut. <laughs> so so Pizza Hut and Wing Street, everyone. This podcast sponsored by Pizza Hut. <laughs> pizza Hut. Wing please street. please don't leave this in. I know we've set the bar pretty low. But... I mean, if there's if there's anybody who's not going to cut a pizza for you and make it light on sauce, it's Pizza Hut. Then make it your way. They do it the way you want. No, that's breaking. Take them egg McMuffins and they'll put them on the pizza. <laughs> and just Little run Caesars it right I'm not, I'm, I don't even remember. I don't even remember, remember how we got here. What did Little Honestly. Caesars put on a pizza for you? Skittles. This is probably what? What's that? They put Skittles on a pizza. What? How? Skittles on a pizza. Why did this happen? Well, we asked them if they put <laughs> a, a bag of Skittles on a pizza once, and they're like, "Sure." Why did they do it though? I, because we asked him. <laughs> no, but why? I guess why did you do it? That, I don't know. Because we were kids. It was stupid. That that reminds me. I I, I did get a, a video pizza. game that's actually related to that. Um, I got a video game called okay. Darken Sky. Oh, and what is what is that? Darken Sky. The, the tagline <laughs> is: In a world where magic sleeps, she is the wake up call. Now, the one interesting thing about this video game. Is that it's a game where you play a heroine who gets uh, magic and fights the orc hordes, but the magic is 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 the rainbow. It's Skittles. Taste the rainbow. So the game is okay. entirely sponsored by Skittles, and each of her magic powers is a different color Skittle. Are you serious? I'm serious. This is like 100% a real thing. How did you get video games? I don't, I don't trust you anymore. You can look up Dark and Sky if you don't believe me. It's yeah, I think, it, I, I think it's, he's right. It, Okay, let's on GameCube. Let's uh, let's have a side diversion here. I think it was. Let's talk about uh, food-related video games. So I had I had uh, a pretty hip happening game that came in a box of cereal called, <laughs> called Chex Quest. Did anybody play Chex Quest? Nope. No, it sounds familiar. It's a Doom ripoff, except you're a walking piece of Chex, and you shoot green aliens for some reason. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I was always playing Doom and being like, man, I wish they could incorporate breakfast cereal. <laughs> I wish there were checks in this game. There, I, mean, who wouldn't, right? I, also had, I also had a game. I, I bought a pack of gummy savers. Do you guys even remember? I don't even think they make gummy savers anymore. Do you remember those? No. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, they were okay. Um, uh, you want to talk about dating yourself, yeah. Yeah, well, I bought a pack of those, and if, if you sent in, here's, I'm really going to date myself, if you sent in three UPCs, they would send you a game, a full-fledged computer game, and it was called Chomp, and Chomp is just a walking gummy saver with a mouth who wants to eat other gummy savers. So terrifying. <laughs> it's a terrible game. Um, so terrifying. What else is there? Did, 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 do you remember those... Uh, that line of Burger King games they did that you can get at Burger King. Oh yeah, I have two of them. Yeah, I have the stuff. Did, did you? Did anyone Sneak ever play King, King Sneak? Yeah, yeah, Sneak yeah. King. That was it's, it. it's called Sneak King, yeah. and it's um, it's most. 
The most horrible thing about Sneak King <laughs> is just that the camera is inverted. The the X and or just the X axis. And so you're trying to like be sneaky, but it's really hard to wrangle the camera to allow you to sneak up on people and give them delicious burgers. It always looks super creepy, that game. I mean, well, he's, he's a creepy ass mascot. <laughs> The king was creepy as fuck. It's weird, like you're doing a weird thing, um, but <laughs> but there's you don't sneak up on anybody who's like upset about it. Yeah, that's true. Like, okay, so I guess you will be back commercial. So, like, I, I I pulled up Dark and Sky on Wikipedia. So this is interesting. So it says publisher Simon and Schultzer Interactive wanted to develop games based on M and M's, given how recognized the candy characters were. <laughs> Uh, while negotiating with Mars Inc., Simon and Schocher also talked about using Skittles, which should be a backup plan in case M&M's ended up unavailable. Um, so the magic system is based on the use of Skittles candy. Sky performs different magic spells by various combination of colored Skittles. Okay. That's really weird. Yeah. He proved you wrong. <laughs> What's weird to me is that they set out deliberately to make a, a game with a magic system that's intrinsically that, tied to candy. Yeah, that's that's a weird. So as a kid, so, I remember so there was, I, Go for it. Uh, go ahead. I, I was going oh, no, to change to a different game, so, so finish up. Well, so so Dark Sky, right? I, I tried playing it now because I actually had it when I was a kid. I forget how I got a hold of it. Um and I've since lost it, so I decided in my great wisdom to get another copy recently for seven bucks. And I installed it, and it turns out to be super unplayable. Um, so I quit the game, and once you quit the game, they forced you to watch the credit sequence. Because I think they admitted to themselves that no one would ever want to sit through the entire game. So we better show you the end credits while we can. Oh, Lord. What was... <laughs> <laughs> what, what what game were you going to, Michael? Oh, so on the NES, there was the McDonald's-sponsored game MC Kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, McKids. <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, All right, it's, it's, but, Mc, it's McKids. <laughs> All right, but here's the funny thing. like, It was a fairly standard platformer, except you could invert gravity, which actually made it kind of like a... That's kind of cool. Innov- uh, yeah, I, I haven't played it. I imagine it's probably just you know a game about getting hamburgers, but... You know, it was actually like a fairly good spin-off tie-in game. But I was looking for images, and I guess I've, I found this one from Japan, Makudanardo Monogatari, which is Stories of McDonald's. And then it's the subtitle is Heartwarming Manager uh, Training Simulator. <laughs> but the thing is, this is from 2001. That's, Damn. That's a little, a little too new. Exactly. It seems like it seems like my memory of a lot of these games, like the Burger King one's kind of unique, but a lot of these games kind of died out back in the Genesis Super Nintendo era. Like I don't, I don't know if you guys remember Cool Spot. Cool Spot. Yeah. yeah, Cool Spot. Thank you. Yes. Um, what else is there? What are what are some other like? Uh, the Domino's Noid had a game. Did he? Yes, he did. Let's see. I'm gonna look up fast food video games. <laughs> I'm surprised that um, nobody has dominated uh, like uh, mobile tie-in for those fucking restaurants, with all the bullshit that gets pulled into mobile platforms. Let's see. Horrible. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. Horrible yeah, but I'm not. Food. McDonald's app. 
I'm actually not really... uh, Oh, there was a Kool-Aid Man game. Well, that makes sense. On the Intellivision. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so it wasn't bad enough that you had an Intellivision. Oh, there was also a Chester Cheetah game on the Super Nintendo. Nice. Was it getting high on fucking Cheetos? What happened to this? Where did all these go? Like... Why is anybody really confused by the new Cheetos advertisements? I I don't think I've seen the one where he looks like he's a drug dealer and he's trying to egg you on. Well, yeah, but like now he's like got the voice of like a dignified British colonel or something. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I've seen those. And instead of like eating the Cheetos, he's like throwing them at people. <laughs> Everything I want. Oh, Cheetos. so this is great because you want to cut out my discussion about Wing Street. Um, so apparently, (laughs) apparently there's a video game called Viva Cruiser and Viva Cruiser was an internet browser game used to promote the prescription drug for erectile dysfunction Viagra. Fantastic. (laughs) The Food and Drug Administration had taken the game off the internet, which was linked through ads on Forbes magazine. So that's not that old either. That's not that old. That was 2008. 2008. Oh, did, did anyone play the did anyone play the 2012 um, Old Spice game? Yes. Because that was actually pretty good. They came in with Tumbo's uh, Saves the World or something. Yeah, yeah. The Kimbe with Tumbo's... He had a number of days. It was like six days. He had a number of days. It was like six days to save the world because the world was supposed to end. Um, it was pretty now that, good, Now I that thought. I speak of it, do you remember that we only like extended the world's lifespan for like two years, so we're supposed to be dead now. That's true. Oh I guess my Dikembe, god! I guess the Kemba did better than we expected. Yeah, good going, the Kemba. I, 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 oh, I, hey. I actually, I actually really enjoyed that game. I'm, it was I'm, fun. It I'm really going was. down. I'm going down like a rabbit hole here, but uh, I didn't know this. Catwoman, starring Halle Berry, that had a game. Oh yeah, it was awful. There's a Catwoman you video don't game. Say. What? How did that happen? What do you mean? How did it happen? That's it's a shitty movie tying to a shitty movie. Man. All right. Here's some here's some homework for you guys, okay? Uh, I want you to find for next week. I guess you're out of the running, Lucio. I want you to find the worst the worst movie tie-in or like the most unbelievable movie tie-in video game uh, that you're able to track down. So everybody pick one and bring it to the table next week and we'll we'll see who the winner is. Because I think it's going to be pretty tough to beat Catwoman, the video game. The, really? The Wikipedia article about but, uh, it is like I, I already, 400 I words. Like they couldn't I, even... the I, I own a True Lies video game. <laughs> true, true Lies. All right. All right, Jay, let's let's hear it. What What is it? Uh, there's E.T. Okay, that's a good one. Good choice. There's also uh, Mortal Kombat, the video game based on the movie, based on the game. No, that's the Street Fighter. Street I was going to say, that's Street Fighter, isn't it? That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, you're right. That is Street Fighter. I'm sorry. Street Fighter, the, the, the video game based on a movie based on a video game. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Didn't didn't like didn't didn't Bad Boys have a video game? A yes, couple, it did. I think. Yeah, I think so. But that sounds like that should have worked. <laughs> it sounds like it should have worked. Hey, look at that, Charlie's Angels, the video game. Are we all like Charlie? I didn't know there was a Charlie's Angels. Oh man, it's on GameCube. It is one of the worst games that I've ever seen. Like, it's astounding how bad it is. You want a Fight Club game? 
that one's that one's, that one's pretty bad too um i think we're looking at the same list probably who framed roger rabbit that's on there really uh e.t well, e. i mean e.t was just at the back of my head everyone should know that one like yeah. right off the bat yeah that's not really surprising yeah oh, i just wish i could find more products i just love a good product well go go investigate investigate that viagra game okay i'll look into it more and see <laughs> see what i can find <laughs> didn't you mention there was a kangaroo jack game Pro- probably yeah, it was probably a kangaroo jack game. Yeah, I think th- I think that seems likely. Let's see, kangaroo jack. Oh yeah, it's on mobile. Kangaroo jack runs the outback. Oh, right. that's a oh boy, Despicable me temple run game. I think we've I think we've done enough damage here for one night, don't you? Uh, happy Are New we- Year's, everyone. Yeah, happy Happy New Year! Welcome to 2015 with us. Uh, we'll talk. A, we'll talk well, a little we'll bit. We'll continue to uh, lower our quality for it just for you. We will. <laughs> we will talk a little bit more about Game of the Year next week. By By the time we get started on the podcast next week, we will have begun our public voting. Um, so if you're new to this process, we're all going to list our games. We're going to put them into a bracket, and then we're going to have everybody in the community vote on who gets to be Game of the Year. So. And then no one has to get uncomfortable with dicks or menstruation or jankum or crocodile or anything because those won't be in the list. Yeah, and so... Um, I, thought we, I thought we said uh, dick in a box in a pizza box was game of the year. Oh, yeah, you're right. You mean watchdogs. Yes. That was, it, that was its alternate exactly. title. That was exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watchdogs. Will you ever get old? <laughs> All right, so hold in, hold on to some hope that maybe your favorite, like Watchdogs, will win uh, the competition. <laughs> maybe it's like a write-in vote. So there, it might happen. Um, but yeah, anyway, thank you for joining us. Thanks for uh, thanks for returning to our podcast in the new year. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter. We're at the Enemy Slime. You can also write to us and tell us what a really good job we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> It's contact at enemieslime.com. And uh yeah, go ahead and go ahead and do that too. Have you guys have you guys seen that um I think it was called Yes Dear the the sitcom on Fox. Um, CBS. Maybe maybe it's not Yes Dear. Uh oh it's Till Death. It's called Till Death. Uh it, it's this really interesting show because they they went like four seasons and they had just gotten far enough that they were like 20 episodes away from syndication. But for all intents and purposes, they really wanted to just be done with it. Like the show was going to be canceled. Um, And somehow the network decided we'll just do one more season so that we can hit syndication. And the writers just went like off the wall and did whatever the fuck they felt like and made one of the most bizarre seasons of television ever from what up until that point had been a very straightforward sitcom. Anyway, I feel like we're on a similar path here (laughs) at the Enemy Slime Podcast. So thank you. Thank you for joining us as we go completely off the rails. Uh, I think this was indeed the most off-rails podcast yet. 500 episodes. Maybe maybe we'll have more focus next week. What will the podcast be about next week? I tune, <laughs> tune in, tune in to find out. And, and with that, we're out. Oh God, we must be out. <laughs>